Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, gay. and Ryan's gay, gay, and Adam's gay. It's, it's Homo Superior. Issue 131. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent Wingate. So, uh, happy COVID to, to all no, of you. No, no, no. It's blessed. <laughs> blessed blessed uh, COVID uh, uh, hibernation. Uh, 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 we're in England. Merry COVID. <laughs> oh. No, happy COVID. Happy oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. I forgot how oh. they did it. Yeah. Um, South Eng- New England. <laughs> well, I hope all of our listeners are socially distancing. We have been, except for now, as we are in... Uh, Brent's kitchen. I can barely see you guys. We're so far apart. We're You're eight. blind as fuck, though. Yeah. <laughs> Our cords true. reach 10 feet, and we are each 10 feet apart from each other. And well, we'll be shocked if, literally shocked, if, if it actually goes any closer. Yeah. yeah. So that might happen at any point. Well, I don't know close. about you guys. I have barely left my apartment in the last week. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I am a natural extrovert, and uh, you know, I really thought that I would like start spiraling into madness. How? How? And I think on, I have. On a scale of one to ten, how concerned were you genuinely that this would be a real problem for you? Uh, I would say probably a six point five. Like, oh, okay. I, I was like, like, I like it was. So, wait, I, wor- can, I worried can I stop about you? I, I know. Alert. I just asked the question. Yeah. How worried are you on a scale of one to ten as a general like background noise, like? I, I would say in general, I'm like a 4.4. So moving up to a 6.5, not a big deal. Are you talking about life, being... the future, uh. <laughs> just existing? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've got, you know, uh, existential dread most of my life. Mm-hmm. But is that like a 2? It's like a, I'd say it's a 4.5. Okay. 4.5 to 5. I'm an optimist, so I don't, I, I'm like, this will be fine, guys. This fucking, like, this is great. This fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. He's the first one who's going to die. Uh, oh. Not from COVID. He's just going to run into the street and a car's going to hit him. Yeah. And, oh, and he'll be so happy about it. I don't like this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I it's <laughs> I will say it's week one for me in terms of like just staying home every single day and it is tough because you just want to go outside you right. just want to see people it is difficult it is tough um going outside has actually been really helpful to me like just spending a little bit of time like walking outside walking through my neighborhood just you know seeing people even if I don't like if they're strangers just like seeing people outside like it gives me a little bit of like I'm not like uh you know i'm not stuck here i'm not like a what do you call it um a recluse yeah you know so i think that's been helping uh, to your point uh i've never seen going outside i've never seen more people actually outside running doing things being coughing 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 (laughs) sneezing you know like uh, falling down coughing up blood i mean i haven't seen it as biting other people (laughs) (laughs) that's great yeah this is the zombie apocalypse i've always wanted yeah yeah Yeah. i feel like i've been relatively prepared for this because in my office, uh, we're on the second and twelfth floor. Yeah, and the second floor is pretty bare. So, like, I see maybe three people when I'm at work every day. Are you on the second floor? Yeah. Okay. Everyone else is on the twelfth floor, which is much nicer. But I have a bigger office because I'm on the second floor. Right. So I'm just hanging so out. So your there. dungeon is huge. I basically see no one most of the day, most days at work. This so explains so much about you. Yeah. Uh, if if anyone turns on a light too quickly, I hiss. Yeah. <laughs> Your antlers go everywhere. Uh, yeah, scattered. they really do. You know, I think uh, I know he's not on this podcast, but Clark is kind of made for this. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll like, be fine. He's gonna be he's gonna be like you know the ruler of the underworld when this is all said and done. I think he's like week three or four into this already, and that was before they even told us to stay home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, it, he'll be fine. Uh, on the opposite <laughs> extreme, I I don't know how our good friend Adam is doing right now. Because he's been going a little not well. Kaka cuckoo. Uh, I think I think he thinks he's doing great. I think yes. when he heard about this, mm-hmm. he's like, nah. "Stay at home and play video games for a week." That's can, my life. Um, a can do. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just like get like a bunch of pepperoni and then like just play Scroop Sproopers, <laughs> the new game. I'll get a bunch of pepperoni and a block of cheddar, an obvious pair, and then play <laughs> Run Jumper. <laughs> Up Joom Japji. Yes. Every uh, well, every one of his games make Is no sense. Is that the off uh, brand version of the Janis Joplin story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's not doing well. No. Yeah, no, not well at uh, all. I feel like a few people uh, have kind of 
begun to go a little bit stir crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the extroverts of the world yeah. might not have been as ready for this as the introverts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping it flips the script on think pieces about like, oh, here as an intro here you're an introvert. How can you reach out and be more sociable to other people? To now being, hey extroverts, here's how you calm the fuck down. Thank and God, sit by yourself. I cannot we, wait for that BuzzFeed listicle. We yeah. introvert yeah. shame so much in our society. Be like, wow, how are you dealing with? And they're like, they're fine. They're at home. Yeah, you're yeah. the one writing this article, you monster. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> I'm not even a, introverted. In a, in I feel a bar bad. or a club. <laughs> <laughs> Or a discotheque. Well, the worst one is like those articles that are like, are you an introvert extrovert? And you're like, you just combine both words. You just mean you have both. Hey, are you a type A, B? (laughs) Well, what's the Positive? Negative? Yeah. What's the recess? What's the point of any of the words? It's like saying you have this emotion, but have you ever had this emotion? You're like, yes, we have both options. Right. Shut up. Uh, My biggest regret is... Ryan Krull and I can't be monstrous with each other like by going to the bars and one-upping each other on shots. <laughs> oh hey, you want to do a shot? Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of you, the rest of our friends are, you fucking hideous fiends. Usually yeah. we're like a Greek chorus looking on in horror. Like, this wasn't our recommendation yeah. at all. But we bought you all shots. <laughs> yeah. right? You're part of this now. Yeah. I've, uh, you I've joined the narrative. Since <laughs> since both this and me being on Whole30, like, I'm not drinking at all, which is you're, very much a tough choice. I'm surprised and, you're as cheerful as you are. Uh, it's I'm on weed all the time. Oh, that's um, okay. Uh, I feel like it's that he hasn't seen people so i'm exhilarated so he's yeah. like this is like his gonna be his 30 minutes and then he is just gonna flatline like 17 minutes from now yeah oh dead dead <laughs> not even yeah um i it is tough uh so i may start drinking this weekend anyway good for you <laughs> thank you do you guys have any uh because i was thinking about this about the kind of like stir crazy people can go cabin a fever mm-hmm. what kind of madness you'd like to fall into and I think for me, mm-hmm. I would really love like a Lovecraftian descent into madness. Like one day I'm looking at my bookshelf and I'm like, how did this book get here? And then I start oh. reading it and it's the Necronomicon and you guys come oh, here. Oh, it's Nancy Drew in the Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a book I wish was written. It's kind of like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It basically. Uh, but you guys one day come over and I've just like in feces and blood have written all these ancient symbols uh, along the walls. Is that Tristan's skin? Yeah. Is that your new like wall art? And okay. then I'm wearing it as a suit. I'm Tristan now. <laughs> the old ones proclaim it. I'm taking a selfie. Yeah. So you go <laughs> Who's murder. the thought now? <laughs> and that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my descent. Uh, for longtime listeners or new listeners, Tristan is Brent's uh, husband that we like to make fun of. It's nothing uh, official. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um. <laughs> Just legally. Uh, Only legally. <laughs> so it's getting serious, I guess. I don't know. I guess I would just like to be a Joker type of like uh, crazy person shut in. Um, just like laughing, like, <laughs> just like going crazy. So, in a you, so you every day. You've, Correct, got, you've yeah. got Chase and you're just constantly setting up crazy plans for him to like slip on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a mixture of all the Batman villains in one home. So he's just like constantly annoyed. Like there's a riddle then like just a penguin. A, yeah. <laughs> this, this isn't a riddle. You yeah. wrapped a penguin in a bat. I come out in a Catwoman outfit. Yeah. I'm Catman. Yeah. But it's the Selena. It's the uh, it's the Michelle Pfeiffer ba- Catwoman. Oh, I'm doing backflips like crazy. Meow. I, I imagine it goes too far when Chase, it, the whole apartment's dark and Chase is walking up the stairs and you have a blanket wrapped around you and you open it wide and scream, I am the Batman. And then you jump off the top of the stairs and kick him in the chest. <laughs> it's after I take out the lights and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then I uh, smoke is everywhere, but it's hand sanitizer. To yeah. <laughs> uh, Chase would make a very good Harley Quinn. In that in that scenario, Mr. J, Mr. R, Mr. P, no, Mr. K, (laughs) Mr. K, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I would probably be somewhat Lovecraftian too, but it would be that episode of The Simpsons when Homer and Mr. Burns are trapped in that cabin in the mountain. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that's. I think of that as being like a Shining type. 
like cabin fever. Well, that other Simpsons episode where Simps- uh, Homer actually goes crazy and, just and from the shinning. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Shinning. yeah. Uh, no beer, no TV. Make Homer go something. You something. want you want a classic like cabin fever. Like we're stuck yeah, out at I'm... sea. Like one of us is gonna have to kill each other. Why do, why do you guys go to murder so fast? I don't understand why you wouldn't. Exactly. Murder is underrated. <laughs> uh, there's what's the Simpsons quote? Uh, you've gone mad with power. Of course, I went mad with power. Have you ever tried going mad without power? Yeah, <laughs> you're a guy screaming on the street. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there will be a uh, like a phantom bartender in my kitchen making me a drink, oh, telling yeah. me about my willful friends. Yeah, he willful. <laughs> there, <laughs> like, there's also a phantom like Uber Eats guy that shows up and brings you your food because you don't cook. As yeah, well. uh, basically, it's like here's your Chipotle, <laughs> but you have to kill Ryan Crow first. I'm like, uh, and you're like, damn, no problem. guacamole was extra. Yeah. I like the idea idea of you having like this kind of ghost bartender in your mind who knows as much as you and so you're like make me a martini up and the bartender's like i don't know how to (laughs) and so you're like a whiskey on the rocks and he's like Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, he gives me whiskey with pebbles. Yeah. You like, it, no. No, you goddamn, goddamn idiot. idiot. You want it to feel real, so that does make sense. Absolutely. Um, so what have you guys been doing to kind of like help deal with the days being at home? Obviously, you're we're all working, but we're also, you know, having to amuse ourselves. Uh, I have been on the – since I am still trying to eat healthy um, – you can't really have edibles of any sort sure. without it um, being in a baked good or something that's usually just terrible and full of sugar. So what I have decided to was take a whole day to put uh, coconut oil and pot in there together, just make that oil, and then just eat a chunk of that the oil? whenever I want. Uh, yeah. Oh, eat a chunk of the oil. Yeah, you free, you like put it in the fridge after you're done with it. Like It cooks for Sounds a day. Sounds pretty good. You just how, take it. How long and, does it actually take? Um... I think it's an all-day process because you want to do it slowly. How long did you do it? The whole day. When you say the whole day, what do you mean? Twenty. How many hours are in one day? I would guess like 20 to 24. Not that many. Okay. 12. <laughs> it was about 12 That's hours. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, I didn't that, realize that I really so needed that pot. So basically, I've been doing that. Take a little chunk of that in the morning. It really makes the day go slower and faster. It's really weird how time works. Um, and then uh, I've been watching Clone Wars the entire time. Oh, nice. Uh, like going back and rewatching the old seasons? <laughs> yeah, so I, I realized that I didn't actually watch that much of it. So I have been watching the entire thing in the chronological order that like they actually tell you to watch it in. Oh, wow. So uh, where are you right now? I'm in season three, and season three is when all the episodes get fucked up. Some of them go back, some of them go forward. So, so it's really confusing. Yeah, the story itself, uh, the story itself makes sense, but damn, is it confusing to like go through all those different episodes? It's funny because I was rewatching or watching Clone Wars for the first time, like to get ready for Rise of Skywalker when I was watching all the Star Wars content back in November and December, mm-hmm. and I was just like watching it at the gym while I was on the treadmill or Stairmaster or whatever, and I was like, I. Don't think that's happened yet. What the fuck just happened? I just was like, what? I'm just going to like, you know, sweat through it and get there. So I didn't realize that they were like, it went back and forth in in The timeline's a little messed up. Okay. But they corrected it by the end. And I think this new season's going to be really good. I haven't watched it. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Disney Plus currently has some problems with its ordering on episodes, especially like a lot of its older content. They just like throw a bunch of stuff into season one, especially like. Think like gargoyles or ducktails or whatever. Yeah. They like, if you start watching, they'll have it numbered, the episode number one, but it's really like episode number 30. Oh, really? And then they circle back, like you go, you watch like 25 episodes, and then it starts with what is actually episode one. Hmm. Really? That's very bizarre. That's, That's why strange. Bob Iger stepped down because of that. Yeah. Get your order correctly. Yeah. He's, yeah. Order 66. Yes. He wanted the <laughs> Iger system. <laughs> what have you been doing, Brent? So, I mean, because I do. Your place is a mess. I will just. Uh, I really <laughs> don't appreciate that. <laughs> it's really not. It looks He's got to make the ritual for Beelzebub. All right, Ryan. Like, uh, give him some, you know, a break. It is not a mess. I held a blood sacrifice here. <laughs> less than four people. Last Saturday. Um, no. That was a good Bloody Mary, by the way. Um, so uh, I, at work, normally I can program and watch TV or movies regularly. So my day, as far as that, wasn't 
very different. I did uh, watch Frozen all the way through for the first time. Yeah. Oh, um, I All I could think about was how good Elsa is at self-quarantining and <laughs> how, like, how many Disney movies are about quarantining princesses. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right? I, also Hansel, saw, I also saw uh, Tangled. Snow White. Yeah. 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 Uh, and how how really how the story goes forward by the fact that they cause problems for everyone else Mm. um at any rate tristan also has a fascination with like old terrible live action disney movies that he saw as a kid so i saw the original escape from witch mountain oh yeah for the first time which was nuts how many scenes there were just over 65 year old white men mm-hmm. standing around watching two children eat ice cream yeah what there's more than one yeah it's fucking weird that. as shit i used to watch that movie like on like saturday afternoons when it was like on syndication mm-hmm. uh yeah the movie's batshit watch the black hole at some point it is tristan recommended that it's not <laughs> no you can't recommend it because it's not good but it is oh. a fun it is a from a historical perspective, it is very interesting to watch. Like, sort of like what Disney was trying to do in that sort of post Star Wars zeitgeist in the late seventies. Um, and like, there's some really dark shit for a Disney movie. Yeah, but it's not a good movie. No, yeah, he recommended it because of what you were just saying. Yeah, I also went through and watched all of Westworld again, and then the you newest... watched the you watched the new episode. Yeah, I haven't watched it, and I, I want I need to watch that. I need to watch the plot against America. The yes, new, the new show by David. Simon I, I started watching that, and I'm like, uh, at that moment, I just did not feel like I was ready to see the real degradation of society. Yeah. Um. So for me, what I've been doing is reading Wicked and Divine for the first time. Oh yeah. yes, I love that art. Uh, the art's beautiful. <laughs> Jamie McKelvey is great. Kieran Gillen's the writer. He's wonderful. They were the team behind the really great Young Avengers run back in 2013. I want to say. And this is going to be our book for our graphic novel brunch club, which we may have to do remotely because we're going to still be in quarantine or self social distancing. Excuse me. Um, so I've been reading that and it's really quite good. Um, it's uh, it's a little twee at times, but um, the art and just sort of it's uh, bravado, like make it work. Um, I watched the second season of End of the Fucking World on Netflix. How'd you like it? fucking tremendous so good uh i love the first season and i was like i didn't want a second season because i thought the first season told like a beautiful story beginning to end it just ended on a very like like this is on a tragedy on a tragic note yeah and i was like i didn't need to see more and then i was like i don't know how they're gonna do another season and they completely have y'all seen the second season yet uh, did you watch the first season, Ryan? Mm-mm. Watch it's it's a quick watch. It's only two seasons. They're like basically. Eight Ryan, episodes. Ryan, take the lollipop out of your mouth and yeah. answer the question. What? Yeah. <laughs> They're eight episodes each season. They're like twenty minute episodes. Like it's a really quick watch. The second season was so fucking good. It was. It made me so tense at times. And the uh, crescendo season, like, I was, like, bawling. Like, it was so emotionally affecting. There's a lot that's just very enjoyable about it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I think that any to, to the degree it has any negative ticks, they're ultimately very forgivable by its style. Like, sometimes I think the dialogue gets a little bit not to my liking. It gets a little overly simplistic or overly realistic. Yeah. But... Even still, I think that the actors pull it off really well, and no scene is lost to, you know, kind of pedantic, expositive storytelling. What I really liked about the second season was all of the characters were sympathetic. There, like, yeah. The first season had like actual real monsters, like uh, the professor Clive, like yeah. from the third episode, um, the. Uh, the uh the girl's stepfather the indian guy who was like total fucking monster like they're not in this season clive is a little bit but um in in like the first episode as a flashback but um the rest of the characters as damaged as they are like you see their points of view and it like it just makes it for a richer experience are there is there anything else you're consuming uh yeah i'm so while i'm uh, I just randomly did this because I was trying to make sure like my Wi-Fi worked at home and like you know Netflix was working on my TV. Uh, I just started Mad Men again and like I've just been watching it in the background while I'm working. Like it just I like the rhythm of the show. 
It's uh, good to have like a background TV show that you can just put on at all times. For sure. Yeah. To dull the silence of our lives right now. Basically. Yeah. It's been uh, tough. Sometimes yeah. when I'm cooking, I just put on Futurama. Oh, yeah. That's like, a good one. Chop, chop, chop. And then Bender said something like, ha, 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 Yeah. Bender is so funny. Yeah. Good news, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Professor Farnsworth. Yeah. Also, I've been going through Love is Blind, which is... A fabulous, it's terrible, All right. great can, TV can, can show. Can I suggest a conspiracy theory? Yes. That Netflix released coronavirus to force people to consume some of its worst content out of desperation. I would... I'm okay with calling it the Netflix I, virus. I would, I would go out saying... It started in the Netflix region of China. Blah, blah, blah. I would argue no, because we don't have enough garbage content on TV right now to help us in this needing time. So I need more Housewives coming out. I need more Love is Blind. I need other stuff like that out right now. And I'm personally, I don't, I'm not getting enough content. How much would you love a oh season God. of Real Housewives? Mm-hmm. Coronavirus. It's yes. just kind of like real time. Yeah. They're, but they're still forced to interact with each other love it. online. I would love it. It would be amazing. Well, actually, throw. Make sure they're all okay. Let's make yeah. sure they're all tested negative. Right. Throw them in a Big Brother house. Get um, oh, yeah. I like that idea. All stars of all, like all the great housewives. Uh, new reality show. Mm-hmm. Who has coronavirus? Oh, what? we get a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and, and they, you have to guess each episode who is the original carrier. And by the end, they all have it. Ding. Got it. Oh, it's We're like pretty- Agatha Christie's like ten little Indians, uh, and they're actually housewives because they're all in the same racist, house. Racist, Kaylin. I can say it. I'm Indian. Whoa, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're literally housewives. They're all in the same house. I I don't think this is gonna get made, guys. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I do think that it's gonna inspire some. Well, we we actually might go through this thing. You you know how the writers strike. All those years ago. Oh, yeah, in 2007. Basically yeah. made reality TV like do a super boom after. I think because we're in desperate times, all this like stuff, content that was maybe half produced, like Hellstrom, mm-hmm. like that was going to be a shitty show. That might be a show that everyone watches now because we need it. Yeah. Agents of That's Shield an interesting point. Frank, might actually be a, a show everyone watches uh, now. A comedian friend, Frankie French, who is amazing, mm-hmm. uh, she was telling me about how, you know, she's been like, you know, auditioning for different pilots for TV shows and how so many of the shows just got canceled yeah. because they're like, that because Hollywood is a bit fickle. And so they're like, oh, yeah, a mom and a daughter and they're both crazy clowns, whatever. Yeah, sure, greenlit. And then they take like a week and they're like, that was a stupid idea. I don't know why. <laughs> I was drunk and high. I don't know why I said I yes was doing Whole30 during that. Let's cancel that. Yeah. I don't know. That's why pilot season's ridiculous because there's so many like different shows that are garbage ideas that get through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. So, um, with because that. of COVID, um, a lot of stuff is getting pushed back, to your point, Ryan Krull, including the Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. which was supposed to come out on May 1st and like kick off phase four of the MCU. Uh, it has been delayed indefinitely. Uh, not sure when it will come out. Maybe later in the summer if we like basically get through um, some, of the, some of this, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, Eternals is still like, like supposed to come out in November, right, right around the election. I- I thought they were not finished with production. Uh, I thought they were. I think oh, they're okay. they're in post production by now. I, I thought they still had some stuff to shoot, and that they were going until. I'm sure. I'm sure they definitely have reshoots or something. So maybe they just are going to do what they have right now, and then do extensive reshoots. Maybe for that. Maybe Shang Chi's like definitely closed down. Although uh, the director did. Uh, test negative uh, for COVID, which is that's, actually that's negative. that's really good. Just on a personal. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like, if Black Widow is delayed, I gotta believe that they're gonna delay everything because well, that's gonna be the kick. That's gonna be the kickoff well, for Phase well, Four. Well, 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 Kaylin. They just came out with a report that said Black Widow is gonna be in its own little time frame because it's technically in the past. So yeah. all the future films can still have the same release date okay. and same story. I, b- as okay. long as Black Widow comes out before any of the other movies, it's still fine. So That's, this won't change. Well, yeah, if it comes out before any of those movies, it's fine. But, yeah. you know, we, there's no guarantee yet because I got to believe that there is some kind of a there's post-credit connects it. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Florence Hughes, like Yelena, like uh, Black Widow character is going to be a presence in like the remaining MCU films. 
you know, maybe the Red Guardian is. Who yeah. knows? I mean, know? they did say it wouldn't affect the timeline, but who so, knows? Since you mentioned um, uh, Shang-Chi really quickly, uh, we talked about it last week about the Shang-Chi uh, miniseries that Marvel is going to be putting out by uh, uh, Gene uh, Luen Yang. And I made a mistake. I thought that he did. Uh, I misremembered. I thought he did the art of Charlie uh, Chan Hawk Choi. He Chan. didn't. Yeah. Uh, it's an artist named Sunny Liu. Uh, uh, Gene Luen Yang did do the the new Superman, the the Chinese Superman that I was telling you that's about. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's done a bunch of other stuff. And he's got a miniseries that's coming out right now called Superman Smashes the Clan, which is based on an old radio program of um in the 40s like uh superman versus the fiery cross basically superman versus the kkk uh so i made a mistake i thought uh gene did uh uh the art of charlie chan uh and he didn't and, and I wanted this to has been kaylin's racism i'll try and fix it corner <laughs> uh still read the art of charlie chan hawk chai because it is amazing it's fantastic but also read uh gene lewin lewin yang stuff he's Please. great and uh, i can't wait to read his shang chi miniseries so, um yeah it looks good one name i don't think you mentioned in the list of delays mm. which is just mm. it's just the saddest little story about oh, the pup yeah. who never got adopted yeah and you're like he's just so cute and smiley new just, mutants has been I, pushed we gotta just call it old mutants oh, by this point oh my, my god this port limbo does exist and they are fucking in it holy shit Seriously. it's so bad um i people online are just like it never existed, did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> was, why is there a new mutants? Uh, yeah, our friends at Comic Book Queers actually put that out. Like, oh, did yeah, they? they basically, there was never a new mutants movie. There never will be a new mutants movie. <laughs> it's like pretty funny. It's like a Mandela effect kind of thing. Like yeah. we all just collectively imagined. I mean, okay, when you really think about it, it does look like a fan made trailer. So it, some guy at home just made this, and they Clark kept made it at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. On the converse side mm-hmm. of all these movies getting delayed, there have been some movies that have gotten immediate home releases. So yeah. tomorrow, I know that The Invisible Man, as well as a few other films, yeah. are just going to be released um, and available to rent at like you know price of fifteen dollars. Video on demand, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I think nineteen ninety nine, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm actually probably going to try and watch Invisible Man. I've heard good things about it, and I want. I loved it. Because I also want to encourage studio executives, you can make money this way. That's a great point. I, I think it's uh, it, it's going to be re- really interesting to see what they do these next couple of months. Yeah. So, like, Birds of Prey is coming to video on demand sooner than usual. Frozen 2. There's a couple other ones that are coming there because of the, they need it right now. But I'm interested to see if any movies that are not released in the theaters will be coming to so video it, on demand. It's funny that you say that because I thought... Uh, there could be a chance that the Black Black Widow could come out on Disney Plus. There's no fucking there's, way. There's there's no way. It's very very unlikely. I yeah. don't disagree None. with you. Very unlikely, but you know maybe Marvel decides to pull a move. It's like, look, we want to get this out there. I have an idea about how they could do it, and it's the same way that Rick and Morty did it. Yeah, where they're like. It's one just day, there for a day. One day they just said, "Hey, we've got this available. Where this is our season three premiere. It's there now." And yeah. then after a day, it's done. It's done. And so everybody, yeah, you can't even access Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, they, it's like it they lock everyone down. out. It just shuts down. Yeah, you want your Disney Plus? You got to pay an extra fee. Yeah, Disney what, Plus Plus. What do we look like, Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if they had like just. Something you could click and it charges you extra for Black Widow. Mm, yeah, Ugh. I don't know. I th- they spent how much money to make this film? I I think it's. I they know all, they're I also be... too concerned about secrets being revealed and stuff like that. Right. Um. They want like a wide release whenever they can do it. Uh. Speaking of secrets being revealed, fabulous secrets. Shira season five will be the last season of the show, which I'm glad it's going to go That's out great. on you know a high note. Uh. Uh, Noel, uh, Noel Stevens. Young. Noel Stevens. Yeah, got uh, has a chance to Stevenson? like Noel Stevens. I'll look it up. Yeah, has a chance to. I'm I'm embarrassed. I don't remember this. Uh, I blame it on you know being inside for 25 hours a day. Yeah, you didn't have any time to look it up. Yeah. I really didn't. <laughs> uh, um, she's gonna like uh, be able to end it on her her terms. Yeah, yeah, her agenda. Exactly. That's cool. So yeah, 
I it's nice to have an open it's and Noah closed Stevenson. story. And Stevenson. also, if you're at home and you haven't watched She-Ra, I think it's a great option. You can definitely binge it. Based off of it how quickly it's coming great. out, it's out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, season one came out in 2018, it's and crazy. we've already got season four. Five will come out, I'm sure, soon enough. I wonder if they're fast-tracking stuff like for animators that can be home doing this stuff. Yeah. Honestly. Well, you know, sure, why not? What about New Warriors? Come out to play. So New Warriors, uh, they're going to do a new series. Is it a miniseries or a regular series, Ryan? It's it's billed as a ongoing right now. So it'll end by issue 12. Correct. Um, so Daniel Kibblesmith, who has been a writer on a lot of different things, comics, TV, movies, written for entertainment, um, he is going to be the author of this, and it is the original cast of new warriors like uh 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 night thrasher and speedball and all them they are mentors to a whole new generation of sorry are they rob layfield characters (laughs) you know you're not far off because a lot of them a lot debuted in the late 80s early 90s okay they are they are part of fire star is the name of one of them is it really yeah well she debuted on the amazing spider-man cartoon in the 80s yeah but i didn't remember it yeah Yeah. (laughs) you were too young yeah uh but um uh, they're going to uh, be uh, mentoring all this whole new cast of, of heroes, and some of them, some of their names are a little on the nose. Let's go through them because yeah, let's. Why don't we take it away, Ryan? Kroll. So the headline really reads, and the great thing about this series is because they're actually having their first gender fluid actual superhero, which is phenomenal. It's about time. It makes a lot of sense. Can Can you tell me their name? And I want to try and guess their power. Oh God! I'm, is that a bad you're, game? No, 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 no. You're going to be surprisingly accurate. Okay. Well, actually, okay. The first one is entitled Snowflake. Uh, he's extraordinarily fragile to MAGA-hatted he, people. He. Oh, sorry. They. they. Yeah. Brent. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> All right. What's his power? I think it's they, ice. their I, power. What idiot? I said it. Oh, <laughs> Unplug Brent. Sorry. God. Sorry. I know. Not to be outdone, Snowflake. No, is is uh, Snowflake the uh, Snowflake uh, is the one that's gender non-binary? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh, awesome. They, they, them. In theory, the writer said it it would be taking this name that is sometimes thrown around in a derogatory way and remaking it into a positive. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Like the thing I said, which was like a stupid, like if I was going to make up Snowflake as a name, they're taking that seriously. They are. Okay. Yeah. And then who's up next? Cuck? And then we have uh, Snowflake has a twin, and I, I, this is okay. Um, and the name is Safe Space. Why? Wait, uh, their power. <laughs> their power is that they're able to psychically trap people, like in a containment field, kind of like uh, what one of the Von Struckers was able to do in Gifted. Uh, or anybody uh, has a co- having a conversation with you, Brent. They're just <laughs> oh. stuck. Ouch. Yeah, okay, that hurt. <laughs> I can take it. Okay, snowflake. I have yeah, no, I, I deserve it. Yeah. Um wait, what's what is I'm looking it up right it's now. It's a defense oh. it, it is a defensive power. So you're not actually that far off. Um uh he he actually can safe space is uh mm-hmm. identifies as male. Yeah. Um can um create like these sort of like defensive force fields, I believe. But I I guess the reason why I don't like that those kind of names is because it feels like it was designed by a corporation. Well, it, yes, it's designed to trigger, like, like the MAGA people or the or like the Comicsgate people for sure. Which gives me a little bit of joy. Okay. Yeah. It gives me a little bit of joy for that, but it's also like it's a little on the nose. It, it yeah, it's tough. Okay, let's, let's keep going. But through like, it okay, we like we go about. like Iceman. You're like. Really? Yeah. Guy it's from I, yeah. Superman. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Batman. Batman. Pretty cool. Superman. <laughs> yeah, Batman. Spider-Man. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Daredevil. Uh, objectively a cool name. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wonder the Woman. Kind of. It's kind of along the lines of Superman, and yet I think it works better. Uh, Doctor Strange works really well. Uh, the fact that his name is actually Stephen Strange, Stephen though. Strange, yeah. Stupid. Also, Dumb. also Idiot. Nick Fury. Same thing. Yeah. But love Nick Fury. Uh, he's from the uh, Fury family. Yeah. What did I, the Furies do? They're uh, actually fur- they were actually the furries when they came from Poland. <laughs> yeah. It always changes. Yeah. Um, and then next up we have B negative. B negative. He uh is a he can he can uh give blood to a certain percentage of the population through a blood transfusion. He has become part 
vampire. Okay. I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Then, then we have. Uh, I'm not off. <laughs> then we have uh, Trailblazer. Um. Now, is that a uh, four-wheel you're not, sedan? You're not that like can. <laughs> is it made by Chevy? No, it's a it's a car. <laughs> Plays basketball. Um. This Portland Trailblazers. This is. Can uh, he run really fast? It, it's a. This is a can, fe- sorry. female presenting. Can this character run really fast? Uh, she has a a backpack that has a pocket dimension where she can pull out different. Uh, weapons, but each weapon she pulls out, she doesn't know what she's gonna get. Bitch has a bag of holding with an extra confusion spell. What? Love it. It's like Hermione's bag, but um, I love that. I know that that one is actually the most. No, ex- she's my, my the, she's my favorite. Like just based on visuals. Yeah. Um, I think then, that's a fun concept. And then that's be negative. He looks like a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, which also <laughs> is a real. Uh, like just give it to some people is called screen time. And he's a digital genius that is able to hack phones and basically do things. He also tells you how long you've been on your phone each week. Yeah. Your, (laughs) your activity has, is gone up 4%. Yeah. Bitch. I've been at home all week. Stop judging you Siri. What's this character's name? Screen time. Screen time. Screen rant. All right, that one isn't triggering to anyone. That's just annoying. <laughs> I yeah, I I think I think the problematic thing is maybe just the names. I know they're trying to reclaim it to, but it, it just seems. Well, Daniel Kibblesmith is a good writer. Yeah, I love the new warriors from like nostalgia purposes. I don't know if you ever. Read I, them I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. They I were love lo- Speedball. Speedball. I up. loved um, uh, Marvel Boy, aka Justice Vance Astrovic. Mm-hmm. I loved him, um, and. I think there was just a really good teen hero series that Marvel did for a long time. I also, in general, am of the mindset that, you know, characters can have really stupid names, but based off of how well written they are, sure, people adopt those names and they accept them and then they defend them. Like, I think Wolverine is a stupid name. That's a dumb name for how awesome of a character he is. But because he has become so iconic, you're like, Wolverine seems completely normal to me. So, yeah, that's a good point. This is like a question for both of y'all. Give me a superhero name the first time you heard it, it was like, that's fucking cool. I think one that we came up with, which was for a character <laughs> that was used in the uh, Iceman series, the girl who could spit spikes. Yeah. Us calling her Spit Take, yeah. uh, which is a name that hasn't, it hasn't not been adopted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the answer I'm looking for, yeah. but I'm like an actual in canon like... swamp thing. Really? I mean, that is, a, I think that name is so clodding and perfect for that character. Interesting. Oh, so you actually love it? Are we saying the ones that we would? Enjoy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I love like it. Once you fir- you first saw it, you're like, "Fuck, that's cool." The Hulk. Okay. I think the Hulk. It's it's such a massive. It's such a bulky word yeah. for so few letters. Yeah. It's it's simplistic, and then you see the character, and you're like, that that is the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Where's that one, Caleb? Yeah. Uh, I do, but I want to hear yours. I don't. Um, I actually, you know what I like? Uh, my favorite one growing up was Goliath, because uh, when I was first starting to read like comics, I didn't even know what that word meant. So yeah. like, I literally learned the definition of. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Him. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, mine was a little bit later on. Uh, Phantom X. The first time I saw oh. that, I was like, "That's fucking cool." Because it's but that's uh, clever. And it's that's... clever, and it's like it like it's playing off of like old uh, like movies and stories about thieves, like Phantomas. Like I I just loved like oh, like okay. the kind of a play of that. Like I thought that was really neat. It didn't uh, really register for me. Yeah, because I also go for some of those like more standard names that they don't seem like they're trying to be anything, and then they kind of become iconic, like. I think Charles Xavier is a great name for that character. Oh, sure. Like, uh, the, they're non-code names. They're, yeah. act, they're real Gene names. Gene Gray. Yeah. I don't think... I, Scott I, Summers. Actually, do it... <sighs> Steve Rogers. Yeah. Tony Stark. Maybe because I hate Gene Gray. I'm wow. Like, yeah, she is a Gene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fuck, Gene. Gene. Yeah. Come on, Gene. Emma Frost. Amazing. Emma Frost yeah. is good. That's really fucking It's cool. a little on the nose, and yet I'm still ready she, to accept she it. She goes by White Queen every once in a while, and I'm like... Everyone knows it's Emma Frost. I also I have one more that's not in DC or Marvel, uh, but is rather famous. Um, Grendel, uh, not from Beowulf, but Grendel, the character that Matt Wagner created. Uh, just the name evokes like you know demonic, like devil type 
you know, type entity. Mm-hmm. It just tells you everything you need to know about what this character yeah. could be made of. Uh, and um, if you've never read Grendel, it's really fucking good. I no, I, it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, Erdogan, the the rhyme-speaking mystic demon. Etrigan. Etrigan. Yeah, the demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. And that, so that'll be your code name? Etrigan? Grendel. 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 Yeah. Grendel. Yeah, Grendel. Uh, it's very close to Grendel, which is the area between your asshole and your balls. <laughs> that was your taint. Yeah, it's got other names. Oh, okay. That's All the right. one I want. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, this may be stupid. You know what? Right. I, it All might right. be written well, but I think it, we should give it a shot. And I think they're trying to stick it to the people that are terrible. So right. I, I we'll give it a shot. No, no. Kaylin wanted to make a phase transition. All right. This might be stupid. Okay. This yeah. might be stupid. But no. there are rumors that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil, will show up in the next Spider-Man movie. Um, can I get a bagel, please? And then they just like see Spider-Man swinging by. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> I did not realize Matt Murdock liked bagels so much. <laughs> like, he's a New Yorker. He yeah, like he's bagels. got strong. He opinion. loves a fucking. Bagel. Uh, you like, uh, like some locks. You know, you want some locks. Yeah. Uh, everywhere else has terrible bagels. We're the only people who know how to chew he properly. Want, he wants it with schmear. Yeah, right. and don't toast it and then put cream cheese on it. Toasted bagels you. are great. I love toasted They fuck, are good. Fuck you, New Yorkers, and your stupid bagel obsession. I mean, their bagels are really good. Yeah, they're great, but like, you can get good bagels outside of New York and New Jersey. Where? Let me toast my fucking bagel and put cream cheese on it. It's the same fucking thing with the pizza, though, too. Oh, like, yeah. It's the same thing. And they're like, it's the water. There's something extra in the water. Yeah. And you're like, what? Fucking yeah, rat mobsters. poison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think this, this is cool. I, this rumor has floated around a bunch of times, and it keeps resurfacing. So it, it'd be nice. I, I don't know the statute of limitations where it would be out of the Netflix hands yet. So I don't know. So they haven't started production on it, and the, but they're doing the, it soon. All the actors had contracts that lasted for two years to not, yeah, show up. It's and two because years of from, coronavirus, oh. they might that might have like. That that wouldn't change the nature of their contracts. Yeah, of course. So it would just buy more time because I think that when did Daredevil end? Two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen was season three. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're filming this Spider-Man movie, which we don't know. <laughs> There's a rumor online also that this third one, you know how that it's got home in every single one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost every year. Yeah. Um, no, th- there's uh, there's rumors that it might be called Home Run, which fucking no. shoot me in the no, face. No, it's they wouldn't. That is that. a stupid rumor that I give no thought to whatsoever. Isn't home, that terrible? Home Alone might be even better. <laughs> I think Home, comma not at Sony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the thing is with this, if if it is Daredevil, cool. That would connect everything. If they need a lawyer, why not just use She Hulk? Because that'll connect everything. Even better. sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I, part of me does kind of hope this happens because I, in the comics, I've always liked the friendship between Spider Man and Daredevil. Yeah, um, like they're like. Friendly, but they're kind of frenemies at the same time. Yeah. Like just they don't different quite tra- personalities. Very too. different personalities. I just I like Spider Man interacting with as many Marvel characters as possible. I don't dismiss the idea that they include someone who will go on to be a daredevil in movies possibly later, but I wonder about the acting ability of Charlie Cox and whether or not it's movie oh. quality. Oh, I think he's very talented. I think he's very talented, too. He's a very good actor. But I also think that there is something different that casting directors look for that's different than what we might look for. And like, we'd say, like, oh, you're very good in this role. Do you ever see Stardust? No. Uh, and was... we've talked about this before. It's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing it up. Uh, it's a good movie. It's based on Neil Gaiman. Uh, uh, first, like, it was a kind of a quasi-graphic novel that they made into a novel and then into a movie. It's but with this good. with this it's a slippery slope. If Charlie Cox comes in here, then we could have Iron Fist eventually coming in, and we do oh, not want him. Do you in mean the Danny Rand, aka the Immortal Iron yes, Fist? I do. No, 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 no. We don't have to go down that road. No, just stop a Daredevil. Done. Boom. Okay. If you want to bring in Jessica Jones, fine. As yes. a cameo, Those are the, fine. And Luke Cage. So basically, just not Iron Fist. <laughs> just not Iron Fist. <laughs> They're all like. Uh, Spider-Man is swinging from building to building and they've got all those characters there as like cameos 
but they're like in some cafe just having lunch together and so they're just like one sweet they're having blur. a shawarma like the cool. end of avengers yeah. and and he doesn't get a line no yeah. <laughs> um so why don't we go on to some comics we had three from this week and two from last week that we didn't get a chance to cover yeah so this week from uh the dawn of x titles we've got excalibur number nine x-force number nine uh, we also had this week, from this week, Guardians of the Galaxy number three. And from last week, we had uh, Venom number 24 and Thor number four. So why don't we start with the books from this week? So, Ryan, do you want to take us away on Excalibur? I don't know why you make me recap Excalibur, but I'll do it. Um, because it gives you. me so much joy. It's Okay, so great ideas in Excalibur. Yes. Every, every time I like the Agreed. ideas, the voices and the execution seem off. Yeah. Um, so this issue actually is kind of just dealing with the Citadel. The Citadel is something that's quite that's talked about a lot when you when it comes to the Omniverse. It talks about the different Captain Britons that the Captain Britain Corps. Brit- yeah, exactly. Britain. Britain. <laughs> I'm British. Uh, so uh, from the Florida. Britain. Yes. Exactly. So uh, we get a little insight into this, which is really cool. Uh, you can tell uh, Teeny is building a bigger world and trying to incorporate all the stuff that we sort of grew up with, which mm-hmm. I really can appreciate. I'm trying to stay positive. With I know. This I, I appreciate everything you're saying. Um, May, we find out that Megan is actually going undercover and witnesses a blood sacrifice, which is pretty alarming to her. She confessed, From the clan of Kava. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she actually confessed this to Pete Wisdom because she's kind of like an undercover agent for the time being. Meanwhile, um, the team, uh, excluding Apocalypse, is actually going on a camping trip. Um, so they're out there. Rogue and Gambit basically say they're going to fucking a tent with very little regard for the rest of the people in the campsite. And then they get attacked. Uh, <laughs> it's actually the dragon, which is Shogo, gets attacked. It's it's The action is hard to follow sometimes mm-hmm. in her writing. Um, and then the issue ends basically with, uh, you seeing Excalibur, uh, up against this great fight. And then, uh, the white priestess has put together the, uh, the Excalibur version of the Omniverse of Captain Britain. Right. So like doppelgangers of them. Right. Uh, and, and Saturn is the, uh, she's the, the white goddess for lack of a better yes. term. Yeah. Uh, it, it is tapping into... Uh, a lot of the stuff from the Alan Davis, Chris Claremont, and then Alan Davis by himself runs on Excalibur, yeah. which I, to your point, Ryan, I fucking love. I love the idea of the Cat and Britain Corps, and they're talking about how they like went away, and this is maybe a chance for them to rebuild it, which I'm super excited about. Yes. But the execution falls flat every time, and it's just like, I want to love it. I just want to love it, mm-hmm. and it just, it doesn't, it is not greater than the sum of its parts. It just isn't. Something feels off about it. I know. It just feels like it's trying too hard, and it's like it's not quite getting there. It and feels like, so mapped out and s- smart in that way, but then everything else—the voices, the 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 way action is shown, the the way that they even like end issues—it just everything seems off. Right. You don't know. You don't know what's going on in an issue, and I brought this up before. Uh, until the next one where they get a recap. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not good writing. I did because <clears throat> I'm not familiar with the uh the whole Citadel thing. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I did audibly laugh out loud at the idea that all these people pretended like thought, oh, uh we're completely invisible to everyone. And then all of a sudden a giant head appears and it's a blue Michael Chiklis <laughs> just staring down at them. It's the commish yeah. as apocalypse. That is some dead eyes he's yeah. sporting. Yeah. Well, one of them is a moon, a half crescent moon, and then the other is the <laughs> sun, I want to say. <clears throat> it's weird. I don't know. Oh, what... but there'd only be a problem if some bells were ringing. Bong. Bong. That's crazy. And I like I like the nod for the two last issues that we get in just a couple panels in the beginning that are like, oh, he's activated the war war wolves war wolves war wolves. <laughs> it's ugh, I don't know, I I want Teeny to find it. Yeah, I do too. I do. I, I, I do too. Like I'm I'm rooting for her. Um, you know, I think she's got some talent. Um, clearly there are fans of this book. Yeah, if you follow X Twitter at all. Um. Do you have any this ideas about how, like, I do have an idea about how you might boost this a little bit more? Yeah, which go would ahead. be that I would like to see more in-depth research on 
Celtic, Old English, mm-hmm. folk culture to see elements of that come through more. Because while I see like <clears throat> the kind of the the cult that was underground who are like rock people yeah, taking Richter, you're like, I don't know, they seem like vague druids. And then you've got these kind of um that this you know, these rainbow people, the the or the white, white all, all yeah, the white priestesses, like I don't feel it feels so generic to me right. that I think that if it had more of the actual uh, background, it would feel richer. So um, I'm actually going to take a different tack than you. The, one of the things I really loved about the original Excalibur was it sort of uh, escapades to the multiverse or the omniverse rather. Yes, those uh, are some fun adventures. Fun adventures. And I, I want maybe this is going to come and maybe, you know, by introducing Saturn in this series and then like actually talking about the Citadel uh, and even mentioning the Captain Britain Corps, like they're going to like find this again. And I would love for them, this team, this this group of Excalibur, to explore other dimensions mm-hmm. of like what happens with like Krakoa going really bad or Krakoa never coming together. And like, this is a chance to explore the road not taken. I see. Uh, and I think like, that's kind of what I was hoping for when this book was announced. And maybe we'll get there. And, yeah. you know, I just need to be patient. Could be. Uh, I mean, the whole concept of Earth 616 came from Captain Britain, um, which is, I know, yeah. Adam's not here right now, but, like, I'm sure his mind would be blowing. He'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, uh, Alan Moore, when he was writing Captain Britain, like, introduced that concept. And so, um, you know, everybody sort of just adopted it and, you know, a little bit later on. Uh, so I, I would love to see that. It's like, what happens when, you know... Uh, you know, Moira, uh, it gets discovered, you know, like there's a, like an interesting story to be told there, you know, like Mystique finds out that Moira is still around and Destiny's never going to come back. Maybe they're saving that for another storyline, but like the possibilities of other worlds, I think is something I would love to see. That is always fun. And I would love to even see like Betsy recruiting people in each reality and being yeah. like, you're going to be the Captain Britain for this one. Or, I mean, I that would be fun. Yeah. It, it tends to be Brian in most realities, but like, in case, like, there's Could a be Dane pur- Whitman in another. Yeah. It, who's the there's Black a Knight. purge yeah. of all of them. And I, now I she's like that fight. idea a lot. Like, that, what you get basically is a, it's a, you know, drama of the week kind of thing. Yeah. But each one, you're learning a story about a different universe and a different person who is worthy to be Captain Britain. You know what we're just describing? What? Exiles. It is Exiles. Yeah. Which was a fun concept for a while. It was, yeah. Yeah. This is how you reboot it, though, like, honestly. Yeah, I agree. So uh, moving on to X-Force number nine, I'll I'll do a quick recap of it. Um, The book starts with... um, uh, Wolverine and Dokken basically playing the weirdest game of spin the bottle meets Russian roulette uh, where they have to like spin the bottle around and then hold up their like claws or their fists to their head and then like puncture their heads. Uh, it's a little macabre, but it reminded me of the um, the quarry in Cable from last week of like these folks just need to find ways to entertain themselves yeah. and they get super fucking violent. Uh, meanwhile, there's like a tiki party happening in Krakoa. Oh my god, the Green Lagoon! You mean the Green Lagoon? Yeah. It looks Archipelago. so fun. <laughs> it's totally that's that reminded me of Archipelago, which is a bar here in DC. Um, but I love that like all the mutants had their little like tiki drinks. Bitch, I was getting so much FOMO. I was like, this looks so fun. Why wasn't I invited? I know. Uh, I loved that big spread panel of like all the mutants in there. Yeah. And did you notice that uh, uh, the artist uh, is it Joshua Casara? Like he drew in. Chris Claremont and John Byrne right in the middle. No, I it's didn't like they're like the, the two human like uh, guys who are a bit older. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I was wondering who that was. Yeah. Because I was going through everyone. I there's some crazy weird shout outs like Dazzler's in the mix. Yeah. You see Lifeguard and some. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, a yeah. terrible name. <laughs> Did you see the onslaught helmet? Too? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, there's a bunch of like it's, a, it's we we need more sprawling giant shots of Krakoa like this. This is it's fun for the readers to, to uh, stare at for hours. Uh, Agreed. Apocalypse is sitting there drinking his drink, and of course, of course, he's at a tiki bar and he orders a glass of red wine. What a bitch! Like an asshole. They have red wine. They don't serve red red wine. Stop it. Well, so he he's remembers like... it from Egypt. 
He loved it there. They were drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, they were red God wine. Damn it. Yeah. They, yeah. Did they have grapes in Egypt? <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, multiple man just kind of drunk everywhere. Yeah, oh, pass out on the table, hitting Fucking on lifeguard, just l- like going crazy. Love Madrox. Um, so that was my favorite part of the book. And then the the book then kind of goes into the adventure where they go to uh, Terra Verde, mm-hmm. the made up South American country. Correct. Um, it's a dip. Yeah, there's so many like these like faux countries in in the Dawn of X books right now, and it's a team that's got uh, Wolverine, Kid Omega, and Domino, and they're trying to like discover what's happening there. And there's like some weird bio shock type stuff, and the book ends with Kid Omega getting like sort of like sucked into something, saying that this isn't a country; it's an ang- angry god. That part just kind of all of that just sort of bored me. Like I was like yeah. I was like I was like I don't care I I don't care about this antagonist. I'm like over it. I don't know. Like it, I it, I like the issue. I just didn't like the ending. Yeah. Um. I I thought the Domino stuff was very interesting. And, sure. Which will be looked at way down the line. The conversations you know with Sage, be. especially. Well, well, even yeah, exactly. Where basically she was regenerating because she died at the last in the end of the last mm-hmm. issue, and then but some of her memories that made her uncomfortable made her have bad dreams is no are no longer there yeah it seems like they're tampering a little bit with people's memories and i think it like goes to why vulcan is just happy go lucky like everyone is a little bit too giddy right now yeah Yeah, that's an interesting idea yeah i think that i the the villainy of the one of these bio plants Mm -hmm. um really ramped up with the Degree to which they kind of adopted. I don't know if you guys saw the movie Annihilation. It oh. looks exactly like that. It, yeah. it had so much of that. Uh, I mean, it's a very um, uh, st- a John Carpenter style mm-hmm. of horror, body yeah. horror. Yeah. And I, the, my first thought upon seeing this giant wall of dead bodies fused in front of one of the portals was, what if someone put live bodies there? And actually had human beings that you had to push through hmm. in order to get to the villain. Like you can create some really interesting, psychologically horrifying things that could happen to your characters, even in a world where you're able to resurrect that they can't unremember. Yeah. Um, but as a, you know, as he approached as Quentin Quire as Omega Boy. What's his name? Kid Omega. Kid, Kid Omega. As he approached the uh, door and then his screaming, I just thought, I don't care. Also, Beast is like not the most interesting part and his trying to drag. Uh, He's always a dick. Beast you know. is always a dick. A little bit of a dick. Um, again, the world building stuff at the beginning was really fun. And then like the mission stuff was like, meh. Yeah. Meh. I was just kind of mad yeah, about okay it. Okay issue. Yeah. Still, still not bad. Brent, do you want to take us through Guardians of the Galaxy number three? Uh, sure. So uh, Peter Quill has uh, been teleported to some dimension we know not where. And um, I actually was a little bit confused by a lot of this because there. So it opens up with um, uh, Rocket and Hercules uh, appearing on the world Gamora's on with uh, Groot and Drax, mm-hmm. and they are all speaking as Groot, Groot would normally speak. I love that scene. And I think the reason why I liked it so much is because it forced you as a reader to interpret each piece of the art individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of get into the fact that Drax is not the Drax from this world, right? And that it's Moon Dragon. That's Mo- not Moon Dragon, his daughter. Yeah. It, well, the Moon Dragon he's talking to is the one of this world. Yes. The Moon Dragon from the first two issues is from a parallel universe. Right. And yeah. a parallel universe where she's better. Yeah. Yes. And she's living her best life. But yeah. this Drax is concerned about his understanding of reality. Well, he was technically dead too, if you remember. Oh and yes, he, he was didn't know also if, reborn. Yes, he didn't know if he was just like a copy with someone's fake memories, or if he was like the right one. I got a lot of Rick and Morty from that. Yeah. Actually, like the whole idea of like, um, there's a whole another universe out there where we're better. You know, there's a better version of us, and like having to like having that knowledge. What would that make you? Like, how would that make you feel? Yeah. So. Gamora has kind of an existential crisis of her own, kind of going back through, I'm guessing, prior relationships. There's a lot of characters who I did not recognize. It's, uh, I think if you weren't familiar with 
kind of the Guardians of Galaxy lore. It's a very confusing issue. <laughs> I was also just generally confused uh, why in Gamora's universe, her people are yellow, and then when they get a tan, it's green. <laughs> because she has those tan <laughs> around the eyes looks. You know uh, why? Because of aliens is okay, why. Well. <laughs> He's got a good point there. I, I don't think I've seen her uh, or never ever noticed as a comic character that the area around her eyes was yellow. Yeah. I guess I should have. Yeah, how dare yeah. you. Um, and then apparently at the end, we find out that there is a group uh, teaming up with, uh, what is it, uh, Black Bunny Solutions. Blackjack O'Hare. Yeah, some some hey. rabbit. Which is, is basically... A rabbit is being hired by a beaver to hunt down a raccoon, <laughs> which is... You got the recap right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's that's, very... That sounds like a comic that Clark would write. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like that old story with the like the frog who drove a car and then like the beaver town. <laughs> Do you know Muppets? what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Isn't that Kermit? No, yeah. I mean, they, the Muppets did a version of it, but yeah. Uh, th- this character got introduced and uh, I think Mr. Was- Toad. Mr. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild yeah. Ride. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they got rid of that ride in Disney World. They did. Yeah, killed Magic so many people. I think killed so many. They became it. sentient. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I'm Mr. Toad. I'll give you a ride. Life is hell. <laughs> uh, this character was introduced, and in, I think it was the Scotty Young run of a Rocket Raccoon and Groot series. Yeah. And so it's basically his uh, doppelganger, like his like arch enemy. Yeah. So uh, we had two books from last week, uh, Venom number 24 and Thor number 40. You want to get us through Venom, uh, Ryan? Yeah. Um, both are Donny Cates, uh, which he's phenomenal. So read anything that he's doing. So good. Um, and he wakes up in a hospital. Um, he's sort of is having this like fever dream. Um, he actually finds out that he is not at the hospital and he is still on the island. What a Love twist. It. What a Love twist. Love it. Um, and he is actually still possessed by Carnage. Just Carnage, though. Mm-hmm. So Venom um, decides to help him out. So he possesses a T-Rex, which we have seen in comics. But before. it was his son, actually, who came in that got possessed by the symbiote. It's it's yeah. um, Dylan, right? The son's yeah, name? Yep. Dylan. And, and uh, he, he didn't possess a T-Rex, right? Venom he, did. He, he, shape, he shape-shifted into a T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, I thought he, he, could, put, he could shapeshift. I thought they were like on like a dinosaur island. island. Yeah. Mon- oh, yeah. It would Monster be... Peninsula. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's... pretend like a dinosaur would be outrageous to find on one of these fucking islands. I mean, there is so, a savage so, land. So, so he says the line, things. if your physical form is not here, we don't have to be in human form. We can be anything. Yeah. And then he shapeshifts into a T-Rex. But keeps the arms the same that size. That is problematic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but did you see those guns on that T-Rex? Fucking muscular as shit. He's been doing his push-ups oh, yeah. and his upper body work. Michelle Obama would be jealous. Yeah, that is the Michelle Obama of T-Rexes, actually. <laughs> um, and then so Thor number four, uh, still continuing on the Donny Cates corner. Uh, Thor and Sif have a non-fight, meaning they don't fight at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mjolnir like, kind of goes away. Uh, um, she like sends it off, and Loki can pick it up, weirdly. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out what that story is, because uh, we know that... Mjolnir is getting heavier for Thor, so there's something going on there. Yeah. Um, and then he continues on his Thor continues on his mission with Galactus as his herald, uh, finding the planets that he's got. The Galactus has to suck up to uh, to be able to fight the the Black Winter. Um, so Thor is able to evacuate the next three planets, but the final, the fifth planet, he isn't able to do. Galactus. Galactus is just, you know, he's a hungry boy. You know, like he just... Oh, he's a hungry, he, hungry hippo. He's, a, he's hangry at this yeah. point and ends up just eating uh, the planet before um, Thor can evacuate it. Yeah. And it's pretty dark and devastating. Because yeah. that planet is currently being consumed by this darkness, this dark cancer. The, the Black Winter. The Black Winter. What did you call it? Dark cancer. Dark cancer. It keeps referring to it a cancer. It's a like cancer verse. This yeah. isn't crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the most important thing from this issue is what? obviously the gentle bear-like telepathic creatures. <laughs> These little guys. Oh, <laughs> they're like who are patiently waiting yeah. for Thor to come rescue them. Yeah. It's um, and all of those are going to be in Asgard now, which is fun. So they're just going to be all these characters. That's great. Yeah. If I was if I was a uh, comic creator, that would be a thing I would love to do. Just make a bunch of different characters that future writers then have to fill out and interact with. Yeah. 
Um, so Donny Cates is like leading up to something with all of his little corner because right now he's writing Venom and Thor. Is he writing something else for Marvel at the time? At the time being, unsure. Yeah, uh, but like clearly he's bringing something up with Null. That's like going to be linked up to the stuff that Thor is doing with Galactus at some point. So I'm very, very excited to see where it goes. He's a um, he's a long term thinker. So and writer. And the art in this is just still so beautiful. Oh, it's so stunning! Cool. Fucking uh, stunning! Ominous uh, Galactus in the background while Thor is like engaging in a, a realistic world. Yeah. Just great panels. Love it. Uh, whenever they do do Galactus in MCU, what I was always thinking of uh, was like when. Remember in Rogue One, uh, when they're trying to destroy the uh, or fi- get the plans for the um, the uh, transmit the, the plans for the Death Star, yeah. yeah, and you see the Death Star coming into like the atmosphere of the planet, yeah. Like I want to see Galactus that way. Oh yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. And it's slowly like deteriorating and like sucking into. It. He yeah. needs to be a person though. He needs to actually be a figure. I agree. You it's can't got do what they did in that one Fantastic Four with uh, a cloud. It was yeah. like a yeah yellow a- fear. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. What was it? I can't remember. It was a black cloud. Yeah, but it was like it was the the thing was like the embodiment of fear, right? <laughs> I've never I been mean, an interpretation of Galactus in the comics ever. Yeah, yeah. Eh? Well, I never saw Fantastic Four too. So next week we've got uh, quite a few Dawn of X books, including Giant Size Nightcrawler number one. Yes. The first issue of Hellions, which yes. I'm really excited about. So. Uh, Wolverine number two and X Men number nine. So I think we're gonna have a really good week of comics. Um. And we're going to continue recording, even though we're in lockdown. Um, you know, this is this gives us joy. And for you, the listener, we hope it gives you joy as well. So uh, we've been Homo Superior. Listen Don't to be us. racist. Wash your hands. Don't be racist. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>